0: Hello, my name is Reverend Jodie Stowell, I'm the Vicar of St Mike's Harrow, and this is St Mike's Podcast. You're very welcome here. Today is the 3rd of June, and it is the Wednesday after Pentecost. We begin with our reading. Luke, chapter 9, verses 37 to 50. On the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, A great crowd met him. Just then a man from the crowd shouted, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son. He is my only child. Suddenly a spirit seizes him, and all at once he shrieks. It throws him into convulsions until he foams at the mouth. It mauls him and will scarcely leave him. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Jesus answered, You faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon dashed him to the ground in convulsions. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And all were astounded at the greatness of God. While everyone was amazed at all that he was doing, he said to his disciples, let these words sink into your ears. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into human hands. But they did not understand this saying. Its meaning was concealed from them, so that they could not perceive it, and they were afraid to ask him about this saying. An argument arose among them as to which one of them was the greatest. But Jesus, aware of their inner thoughts, took a little child and put it by his side, and said to them, Whoever welcomes this child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me, for the least among all of you is the greatest. John answered, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him, because he does not follow with us. But Jesus said to him, Do not stop him, for whoever is not against you is for you. As we continue to live in a world where the least of us seem to get a raw deal, I ponder the God whose character is embodied with the words of Jesus here. The least among all of you is the greatest. In Jesus' day, This was the children, the women, the disabled person, the poor. These were the oppressed and marginalised. I wonder who would be added to our list today. The least among all of you is the greatest. When I was at school in my sixth form, I, together with two other friends, Uh, wrote a letter of protest to the headteacher when it came to light that those who may not get good grades at A level might possibly be prevented from taking the exam at all. The school was feeling the pressure of league tables, which wouldn't be kind to a school where people might not get A grades across the board. We wrote the letter because this policy affected a friend of ours, And it simply seemed unjust and we cared about her. I was reminded of this when recently dealing with helping my eldest, who has abruptly had her university experience interrupted by COVID-19 with securing a house for her next year, which of course we're not sure what that will look like. There was some difficulty in the agents receiving all the documents they required for the rental to be secured. And I was sitting back and watching emails being sent by the agents to the five young women, all of them still teenagers, even though they are adults, which I began to realise that they would not send these emails to me. As an adult, as a parent, I try to balance helping my almost adult children to deal with some of these tricky things themselves and learn to negotiate this world where not everything is fair or just. And intervening, because I know I would get a different response. In the end, it got to the point where I did intervene. One rather pointed email later, and the agent's discovered they had received the documents after all. The injustice still stings. I was once again shocked with the reality that my age now carried power. Whoever welcomes this child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me, for the least among all of you is the greatest. It's still the same. And those of us with privilege, whether that is because of our age, education, our ethnicity, our gender, our sexual orientation, our gender identity. We have responsibility to check ourselves, to check that we are not responding to the least with the dismissive attitude through which adults can often speak to children. I wonder what we do with our rage at injustice today. My 17-year-old self wrote a protest letter. How very polite. My 44-year-old self, well, I still write letters. I've attended the odd protest march. And of course, the invention of social media has given those of us with activist personalities unlimited space to vent our feelings. And these things are good and they matter. They give visibility to injustice and can give a voice to the least. But I'm challenged today by what Jesus does. But Jesus, aware of their inner thoughts, took a little child and put it by his side. Solidarity, Jesus. Jesus didn't sit the child on his knee or carry the child or stand in front of them. Jesus is beside, Jesus is beside the young, the black or minority ethnic person, the gay person, the trans person, the poor person, the disabled person, the woman, the non-neurotypical person, the non-academic person, you can add to your list. The least among you. The prophet Micah says that the thing that God requires of us is to act justly, love mercy, and in so doing we will walk with God. Where justice and mercy are needed, God is already there, walking beside. We might be called to be beside, and we may also be someone who needs someone alongside us. Often, We are all privileged, and we are all the least. Whatever, may we find that as we stand together, we discover that Jesus is found to be walking beside us. Go well into your day, and may you come again soon to our doors. (laughs)